Testing. This is the normal tea and grumpets resumed from our little break with the supernatural. Ah, uh, I am one of your hosts, Glenn. And I'm the other one, Mike. And we are back in business following our little soiree into the uh, supernatural realm of Ed and Lorraine Warren, which we would love to thank you all. Uh, we actually achieved a record amount of listens, uh, quite high for this podcast, actually. And the good news is everyone actually finished the episodes, which is nice to see because we do see when you drop off. Uh, we would just like to say a massive, massive, massive thank you for everyone that did listen. And even if you shared it, even better uh it would be nice if you gave us a review or to share the share the podcast with your friends um but that's pretty much my begging done there mike you got anything to say before we jump into the week no thank you like it was so much fun to do and it was so much fun to hear feedback on it and we hear you you want more of it uh we're working on it (laughs) so thank you it was a lot of fun It really was. A lot of work, a lot of editing, a lot of uh, late nights for me mixing in. Uh, I'd be interested to see how many EVPs people spotted, actually. There were quite a few in there, I know, because I put them in. Um, (laughs) uh, It would be interesting to see how many people actually clocked. Um, At one point, even Mike made me laugh, and he's like, I don't know how you did it, but there was like radio interference at one point. What the hell? And I was like, oh, no, no, I edited that in on purpose. And for anyone who listened to a previous episode, this is where my mic mysteriously stopped recording. (laughs) Um, So I thought I'd just add something in, just for a bit of colour. And uh, if you can tell me who the actual voice was that came through, I'll send you a Tea and Grumpets t-shirt. Awesome. That's yeah, yeah. It, yep. it was fun it, listening to. I, I mean, it, it was a process. Glenn did all the work, you know. So like, props to you, man, because I, I just, you know, was there. But uh, I, I had listened to that maybe ten times just before we even put it out. So yeah, a lot of hard work and good job on that. And thanks, listeners, again. So, but on that note, Glenn, how have you been? How is your week? Uh, I've been, I've been very well actually. Um, the one thing. I would like to say is uh, it's been quite a relaxing week. I've been settling back into work and not really been doing very much. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been okay. I've still been working through Ghost of Tsushima, nice. Nice. Uh, which is a fantastic game. Can't, I can't is. fault it. It is. Cannot fault it. Oh, there's a couple of faults, but they're they're minor niggles. Yeah. Um, yeah, been been a good week. Been gaming a lot. Uh, finally picked up Ultimate Alliance Three on the Switch, and it's just as good as the other ones really oh, i can't um, wait to play that man Ugh. yeah it's, it's definitely a fun 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 packed game it nice. really is uh how about yourself how have you been i've been uh, i've been really good i mean i we released the warrens like <laughs> because uh i was going away i went on a camping trip with a lot of my friends for about a week for actually a week and that was crazy we had a lot of fun um <laughs> it's more glamping glenn uh do you know what a sous vide is no okay a sous vide is how the hell do i describe it it's like a box and then you vacuum seal meat and then it's like a boiling thingy that brings the, the meat up to temperatures so it's okay super, yeah so we brought one of those camping like we went like all out this year and like we we cooked like brazilian steak every night we ate like kings we ate better there than i eat here so like we had an incredible week but like that week, I think I got a combined uh, total hours of sleep of about nine. So like it takes another week, which has been this week, for my body to recuperate. Like 
I was broken when I when I got back. So uh, I've really taken this week literally just to do nothing and like try and get back into the workout schedule, meditation, all that stuff and become a human again. But like, to be honest, I feel amazing. I feel the best I ever have. So that is a very rare occurrence. So we both had good weeks and I had a little bit of time to game. So um, I think I'd like to just jump right in if that's okay with you, bud. Yes, um, please do. Um, tell us what you've been playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. It's been little bits and pieces. Um, so, Glenn actually told me, he said, Mike, the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, demo is out. And I like, I'm like, Glenn, I have to go by. So I downloaded it and <laughs> I played it. And again, for listeners, uh, you know, I told you the story of how much this meant to me a long time ago of finding it in a restaurant, playing it, beating the score, taking like 10 hours to play through it and really enjoying it so i played this one i played it twice okay so the first thing i noticed right off the bat is that it's way faster than the previous demo like that's also 15 years ago and my memory could be bad it's less forgiving the music still is amazing but um i'm gonna wait until the full game which is out in about 15 days so it was nice to like go back and have those memories but um I'm going to wait for the full thing so I can really do it. Because they're really holding out on everything. You can only play as Tony Hawk. You get a two-minute limited run, which was the same as the previous demo. Um, and you can't play as anyone else. You're stuck in the warehouse and there's no objective. So it's basically a free skate of just like, hey, I'm going to jump around and do some cool tricks and get oriented with this setup. So that took all of two minutes. And I'm like, cool, okay. I'll wait. So very good. It looks awesome. The music's awesome. Um, so a T for me on that one. So uh, quick fire. The next one is Fall Guys, which is the biggest, hottest game on Twitch right now. And um, th they did a Portal 2 crossover, Glenn. Nice, nice. Yeah, and like I was reading on a Reddit thread that this actually introduced some kids into the Portal universe, and they are now playing Portal, which is, in my opinion, one of the best games ever made. So, um, hey, Fall Guys is a, like a very simple, silly game, and if that can introduce kids to other great games then why not so um, also free on ps plus at the moment yeah there you go and it is fun i paid 20 bucks with a gift card and i am very happy with it it's silly uh there were very big problems with the wait times but they seem to have fixed that so uh pick that up it's it's silly it's fun you can play it with friends and it's just chaos so what is it actually it's a series of races that you have to do and like it's almost like battle royale so you, you get cut down every time like you have to be 43 to qualify next round is 22 to qualify and so on and so forth so it is fun it's very cool and um yeah so portal 2 crossover next thing that was released that uh i'm not gonna get i wanted to get is microsoft flight simulator mm -hmm. so they've waited many years for this game to come out and now that it's out no computer can run it on full <laughs> graphical settings <laughs> it is beyond any limitations now the launch of this game was a disaster because everyone preloaded and the game is quite large and on day one they had a 91 gigabyte update people were pissed um like why preload then if you're going to have an update that's the size of the game so uh yeah, I looked at that one look into that and I said, you know, this is way beyond me. I'd have to get a flight stick. I'd have to convert my room into a cockpit. So um, 
Do you, do you care about this game, Glenn? Is this anything? Um, it's uh, it doesn't appeal to me as in I, I'm not really an aviation fan, but I am glad things like this do exist. Yes. Uh, so I think I said to you, uh, it's nice that there's there's a variety out there because my my philosophy of gaming is there's a game for everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's the new the new form of entertainment. It's not even that new anymore. But it's nice. There's such a diversity out there in games. So um, yeah, I I do care. I'm interested in it. Just the pure scale of it. Nice. Yeah, no, and again, I think it's really cool for people that are into this, but for the layman, I I, I don't I can't really justify uh, 65 bucks for this. You know, as someone that is not really into simulators, but that's okay. I mean, I'm glad people enjoy it. But speaking of simulators, mm-hmm. I have played one of the most fun simulators I've played in a long time, and that is Surgeon Simulator 2. Now, Glenn, again, was awesome enough to be like, Mike, it's out. And then I'm like, no, it's not. He's like, yes, it is. And, of course, Glenn was right. Son of a bitch. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so Mike I da- me of being a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so I downloaded it. And, man, I played the first three missions. It is so much fun. So the premise is you are <laughs> this surgeon, but the controls are extremely difficult. So, like, to move your hands requires, like, 15 different buttons. And, like, it's really janky and fun. But... It's almost like Portal with the the light comedy aspect. It's it's phenomenal. Um, again, got it with a gift card. Loved it. I'm excited to play it with Glenn and Kelly because I think mm-hmm. it's it's going to be the hit of the year in terms of stupidity. So, um, and last thing I want to say that I've started to watch and hopefully you have too is called High Score on Netflix. Have yes, you? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about two episodes in and I am loving it. How about you? Mm-hmm. Yep, two episodes as well. Nice. Uh, very, very good. I absolutely love the uh, swagger of outbluffing Atari. Yes. And then outbluffing Midway. Brilliant. Um, College Brilliant games. move. Yep. Yeah. I, I, only a child could uh, basically pull that kind of maneuver. Yeah, yeah. I just imagine them walking down the aisle like Ric Flair, like, "Woo, we beat, we beat the Atari." So, yeah, I'm excited to continue watching it. The problem is when you go away for a week, there's so much content to catch up with. Like, I just feel like I'm behind, which is fine. I mean, but this is really worth your time if you're into old games. It's called High Score on Netflix, and it's a limited series, and it's very good. So that's it's very good. That, yeah, that's all I got, buddy. So. Oh, now I can breathe. But talk to me, brother. Uh, what, do you, what do we got right. on today's plate? Uh, today, right, obviously, uh, I've had about two hours sleep because I stayed up watching uh, DC Fandome, which is US-based time slots, but I'm in the UK, so I had to suffer for it. And <laughs> I tell you what, Mike, um, it was much better than I expected. I was so excited. I was up till about 5 a.m. I just couldn't get to sleep. Wow. Uh, yeah, basically, everyone knows I'm a DC fanboy. Uh, and for those who don't know the difference... Disney owns the Marvel crap, <laughs> formulaic <laughs> stuff. DC's like your Batman, that kind of thing. Uh, they're, they're normally a bit grittier. The way I look at the two is Marvel superheroes like everyday people, whereas the DC stuff's more like Greek god take. They're quite iconic. Hmm. Um, so yeah, they had their massive eight and a half hour presentation, which was like an online convention. Um, we have lots and lots and lots of new stuff coming up, and they, they, the amount they showed, I was actually stunned when I come away. I was like, wow, I didn't expect to see any of that, but there we go. I thought it was just going to be all hyperbole. Um, so, uh, first things first, I know you've watched this, is yes. they showed uh, a film that's actually being filmed in my home country of the UK. Uh, they showed The Batman. 
which is being directed by Matt Reeves, who directed uh, Cloverfield. You like Cloverfield? Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, now, is the that Christopher... the Apes. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, yep, Planet of the Apes films, he directed yep. those, and the remake of Let the Right One In. That is Matt Reeves. He's a very, very, very good kooky director. Um, so what were you going to say about him? That he's not Christopher Reeves' brother, I'm assuming. No. Okay. <laughs> no, he's younger than both of us. He's, oh. uh, he's a strange-looking guy, massive film nerd, and uh, yeah, basically he turned up and he was talking for half an hour. He had Robert Pattinson there as well, who's playing Batman. And he was just talking you through why he loves Batman and his approach to it. Um, and then he walked away and he dropped this trailer. Uh, which, I mean, I was absolutely... It, like I'd been punched in the face. So I was expecting this Batman thing. And what I come away with was... God, that's, that guy looks like a real weirdo. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I watched it too in like... I only watched it once. So, um, first off, it's called The Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I watched it once, and like I thought it was really cool. I don't know the guy that's playing Batman because I don't watch a lot of movies, but um, what I got Joker vibes off of it, which instantly made me go, I don't want to see it, um, because I hated the Joker. But this, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not really into this stuff, but it was a really good trailer, and I like the use of Nirvana that they did. Apps, yeah, that, that was so really. Good. They did justice to that song or the trailer, whatever it was. But it, it, I enjoyed that a lot. It looks cool. It looks like another Batman movie. Like, what makes this different, Glenn? Like, why should I go see this if I've seen a lot of other Batman films? Like, talk I to think, me. I think how he's doing this. I think the stakes he's got in this are quite personal, small. He's in his approach to this. He's very low level. He's not trying to save the world. He's just trying to solve a crime. He's a detective. He said. I'm doubling down on Batman as a detective. We don't really see that in the films. He's first and foremost, he's a detective. He's a masked detective. Mm -hmm. um, so I think what you're going to get here is a proper detective story. And from the looks of it, I know the villain is the Riddler, who's known for last of Jim Carrey leaving riddles. Yeah. I think they're going for some sort of serial killer vibe, to be honest, um, okay. which I've always wanted from a Riddler story. I'm like, that guy's a serial killer. <laughs> like, why haven't you never, ever done him as a serial killer? Well, if that's the and, case, that sounds really interesting. Because, yeah. you know, that you have an investigator, and then you have a really great serial killer that leaves all these clues. I mean, that could be entertaining. But it, correct me if I'm wrong, it seemed in that trailer, <clears throat> excuse me, that Batman killed someone. Yeah, God, he gave this guy a uh, beating. beat down of his life. Even I was like, you know, Batman's like obviously brutal man, but he, he, even I was like, oh God, that is awful. He was like hammer fisting the guy. Yeah, um, there was some MMA stuff going on there, <laughs> uh, which you know, it, if this guy did exist, he probably would use MMA anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and the other thing a lot of a lot of fans were like going nuts about before you even saw any footage was the fact that Batman traditionally has white eyes or you see eyes. And there's, there was this big controversy about, is he going to have white eyes in the film? The mask looks stupid, blah, blah, blah. And the fact in this, you don't see his eyes. And when you actually see it in footage, I was like, that's worse than seeing white eyes. Like, seeing it looks nothing. so, yeah, just like these orbs of darkness. And it's like, yeah, that would intimidate me. And I must say, right, he, he did actually look intimidating. That's the first time I've seen a Batman where you go, yeah, I'd be scared of that dude. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, because he's always the symbol, like the mysterious symbol that, you know, he's going to come save it. But yeah, I, I don't think his Batman is terrifying, 
you know, but like maybe this movie will change that idea. It, it and was... Jeffrey Wright as well. Jeffrey Wright's a fantastic actor. Anyone who's watched Westworld. Oh, God. Um, Ugh. Yeah, he's playing uh, James Gordon. Wh- which the, one uh, was he in Westworld? He was uh, the guy who turned out being an android and he didn't know he'd been cloned. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, okay. it was him. Okay. Uh, yeah, he he's uh, he's playing Gordon. Uh, he's the first person of colour to play Gordon as well. Yeah, he I um, liked very much. I liked what I saw. Just just listening to his voice and I was like, God, this guy sounds natural. Like he sounds yeah. like he's just doing his job. He doesn't sound like he's acting. He sounds like a policeman. Just speaking. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was um, great. So very excited to see that. And I think I think you are right. I think the Nirvana soundtrack. Yeah. Um, really just added to it. And listening to Matt Reeves talk about this, he said he wants to make clear is this Batman, he goes, he's made everything himself. He, he's not got a high budget. He says this is stuff he's knocking up in his spare time. And he, he kept referring to it. This is the thing that really piqued my interest. He said he's in the second year of Bruce Wayne's criminology experiment. Okay. And I was like, that's quite cool. Yeah, I was wondering about the <laughs> timeline of that, but like even even the Nirvana song Something in the Way, like yeah. you know, foreshadows something, you know, like that that's a great foreshadowing of what is going to happen in this movie, you know, like there's a lot in Batman's way. He has to get through it. He has to get through the Riddler. So it it sounds enticing. I'll wait until it comes on to whatever platform, but uh are you going to go see this in theaters if it comes to theaters like uh, oh god! Uh, if COVID is still not raging, even then I may may risk and wear a bat mask and uh, <laughs> go and watch it. Um, but okay. it's interesting as well because it's getting a Halloween release. That's the other cool thing. Ooh, I like that. I yeah. always like that. That's cool. Yeah. Then there's no way it can't be in films. I mean, I don't think it can be in films. Is it this year or next? Uh, next year. Oh, okay. Then there's hope. Cool. Yeah, it, it yeah. looks cool, man. I mean, uh, Batman. What more do you want? You know, I just hope they don't go into the whole thing that they did with the Joker, with the psyche, with this. Like, oh, uh, you don't, you don't need him. He doesn't need to be in these films. No, uh, like I, I want a Batman film that is um, action-packed, you know, suspenseful, mm-hmm. um, and not a lot of downtime, you know. So, but we'll see. Uh, but that was very cool that they showed that and that he just dropped that. Like, hey, here, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> yep. And then, and then, what we saw next was uh, well, this isn't what we saw next, but what I'd like to point out next is uh, we had uh, Rocksteady's new game, Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. Uh, yep. You played the Arkham games, Mike? Yep. Makers of the Arkham games. This is their Suicide Squad game, set in Metropolis, Superman's home city. You've got Brainiac, who's an enemy of Superman, clearly doing something weird in the city. The Suicide Squad are sent in to basically kill the Justice League, apparently. Now, this does this sound familiar to you, right? The uh, Sefton Hill, the creative head of Rocksteady, said it's a mission-based game that you can play single-player or you can do online co-op with your friends to take out the missions, uh, playing one of four parts. If you play by yourself, the other three are controlled by AI. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like, Hmm, this sounds like another game that's out in a couple of weeks, which is also superhero team-based. So there we go. That's uh, the trailer. The trailer trailer was awful. It was garbage. Sorry. Also, uh, I'm really impressed at the Swahili you just spoke for the past two minutes. That was really impressive. Um, Yeah, the trailer didn't show gameplay. 
no gameplay and people are already uh, comparing it I think it's the Sunset Overdrive and saying oh it's this it's that and I'm like you haven't even seen the gameplay there's yeah. no gameplay footage you can't say anything you might as well have just watched a film trailer that's how I felt and that's why I have nothing to say about it like but you make it sound like it's left for dead like you can play by yourself with three AI, AI like that's cool I mean it sounds cool but definitely not my universe or whatever but uh, are, did this get you psyched for it um not really okay. that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'll play it but I was like yeah just it looks it looks fine I'll, I'd like to see some gameplay and what it plays like um and did but... you like the movies no they sucked Okay, yeah, I didn't see that. I, I kind of wanted to see the first one, but the second one, what was it? Birds on a crap or crap on a bird or uh, what was the second Suicide Squad movie called? Oh, Birds of Prey. There you go, Birds of Prey. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, I didn't see that either. So, but I like the idea of it. <laughs> I just haven't gotten around to watching it. But don't, hey, don't watch if it, them. They're, if you want a good impression of stuff, don't just avoid those films. They're, my they're impression very, of all of this is so they're very bad. Okay, that's yeah. maybe then I'll like them. Yeah, Maybe possible, like, actually, yeah. Because I like garbage, so, okay. That's really cool. So, yeah, they showed that. That was fine. I mean, I, I that's the only two things I got from it. So, what were the other eight hours? Uh, the other eight hours, a lot of comic book stuff that I won't go into here. Thank you. Uh, the other one was they showed uh, Warner Brothers Montreal, new Batman game, Gotham Knights, which Ooh. is a Gotham City where the Batman is dead. And it's up to his four disciples of Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood uh, to basically pick up where he left off. Um, so it's a Batman game without Batman. Yeah, but is he dead? He's probably not, let's be honest. Um, but the premise is he's, he's, he's gone. He's just not there. So, But that's just not a good idea for anything. Hey, let, let's go see uh, Glenn, the movie. You get to the movie, you sit down. Glenn's dead. To be fair, though, a lot of people are saying this, but it's nowhere in the title does it say Batman. It's just called Gotham Knights. So, okay, <laughs> okay. no, fair enough. Fair but enough. yeah, no, no, but but obviously he's he's looming over it, and I suspect he's not dead. I think he's probably out there on holiday. Well, I don't know the lore of all this <laughs> stuff, but I'm sure Batman dies and comes back to life a hundred times, like every other freaking superhero, right? Yeah, he has he has died a couple of times. Okay, um, all right. So they can use that to their advantage. Yep. that's cool. All right. So yeah, you had that. I, I was more interested in that because it looks a bit more friendly, single playery, rather than having to rely on people to play with Others, all the time. Yeah. Uh, and the other one was Zack Snyder dropped his cinematic cut uh, trailer for his Justice League, which is coming to HBO Max. This is the basically the film they in the cinema and they started a petition to get him to release his cut he's got his cut and i was just like wow once i saw this um proper goosebumps watching it um but then again you do need to have gone through the whole journey with this to really appreciate it i think if you watched it you'd probably leave you quite cold to be honest but i never you never know um uh, yeah i mean we're, we're getting to it but i i am done like mark my words i am done with DC, Marvel, all of it, but we'll get there. But um, yeah, so what do you feel after spending all those hours? Like it was justified the amount of time. Did you come out of it really hyped for all this stuff? Like um, was it? Yeah, a, a, it was good. It, it was. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, it did feel awesome. a bit like like a convention, uh, just Ooh. minus having to mix with people. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, now let me ask you a dumb question: Is there a Marvel fandom that's no. going to happen as well? Okay. No. I don't no. know how this works. So. Okay. No, this, this was DC's first one, and I think they'll probably do another one. But um, yeah, they basically they've laid the groundwork for what's to come. Um, cool. And they, they had some crazy people turn up there, like really, really big names. Really? Um, Venus Williams is on it, and she was giving a, a long talk about how Wonder Woman inspired her, and it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. I guess um, if you have to fill time, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, listen, uh, how many times have you been at conventions and there's just like, you know, like filler stuff, like all the time? So, but that's cool. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it, it was pretty good. It was it was damn. I good. think it's good for kids, you know. I think it's good for kids to see like people they look up to, um, you know, where their inspiration comes from, and mm -hmm. you know, it like. And again, if there's anything I could say about the superhero Marvel DC whatever it is, like it gives kids imagination and I don't know, allows their brains to have some fun. So, who is this aimed towards, Glenn? this convention because it seems that is definitely not kids yeah it's that's what i was thinking like suicide squad <laughs> the batman no it's like, uh it's about overweight men in their 40s Me. and do they look up to venus williams like uh, i'd like to look up to venus williams oh jesus christ oh, I know, I, no venus williams is she's a she's a fantastic woman she's like do, you know, don't stop just stop <laughs> just, i don't want to hear about freaking venus williams okay yeah so they have targeted targeted it perfectly then yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um, oh my god yeah great Abs absolutely um wow. they, they know where their audience is and they know it's not <coughs> they need to Children. get the kids back yeah they need to, they need to get the kids on side it's definitely a point where at the moment they're uh oh no all those people we wanted to get rid of they're the only ones still watching <laughs> Plus, uh, here's the other here's the other good thing for companies like this, right? Is adults have a lot of disposable income. <laughs> Kids don't. This is true. Maybe not now in this time, but now it, this event was free. Yeah, yeah, free. That's smart. That's good. I like that. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, but this is a whole nother conversation. Like, kids don't really read comic books anymore. What they read is ma manga and, you know, yep. that type of stuff. That's taken, That's the new comic books, at least what I see in school. So um, how, how do they get it back to kids? You that's know, it. Like, you got you got to go to their level and approach them what they're looking at. So I, even if I you're don't... mining comic books to put it into something else, you know, I don't, I don't think you're going to get... I don't think the comic comics are going to have this big golden age again i think it's going to be they're going to slowly be absorbed into something else um okay. i mean even i've been looking you know I, i've done a couple of comics in the past and i was like, I'd yeah. like to do another one i wouldn't do a comic book if it was me i'd sit and do the artwork and i'd do an, like a semi-animated film with sound um, well f forgive my ignorance but i feel like comics now and again i haven't read a lot but the plots of all of these universes are so deeply embedded that a child could not possibly wrap their head around it because there's so much lore like i feel like maybe they would just start from scratch i mean you're in this like i don't think they could get kids back oh god or, 
Yeah, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't even want to tell you where to start with this. Uh, this makes Tolkien look like light reading. That's what I feel. Like there's just too much. And how, how do you create that love that we had as kids with comics? Like, mm. um, you know, I, I know there's a comic, two comic stores within a forty mile radius, and that's about it. Like, it's a dying art form. I feel, and now it's on Comicsology and all that. But, um. I don't know. Maybe there are kids out there reading comicsology. What, what do I know? But it just seems that the lore has gone so above and beyond everything that the, the, it, it's just not simple anymore. Uh, Superman goes, saves the girl. That's the day. Now, uh, undead Superman's uh, mother-in-law, twice removed. It, it, like it, it just seems a little bit much. But I don't know. So yeah, it's um, you know that they are trying new ways of approaching these characters. Like look what Superman is. Normally, it'd be Superman saves the day, whereas the last film they had him in, it was, well, this guy probably causes more trouble than he's worth, or would you want him around? And it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> when you look at yeah. it from that point of view. Well, I just saw something on one of the subreddits regarding Star Wars and Jon Favreau, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And he said what's, so, what, what's made it so lasting and, and that keeps kids like interested even you know kids that didn't grow up with this is that he takes the approach of keeping the original you know integrity while introducing new things to to gain the audience but you have to have a respect for the past mm -hmm. and i feel like with comics it's just new 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 and there's no like return to your roots there's no like building upon it seems like it's more of a branching out um as opposed to like a single curved line that adds new dimensions to it, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Oh, yeah, I mean, God, you've even got the multiverse in DC as well, so yeah, you've got it's... different realities of this thing as well. Um, I mean, it's good in a way because you've got these these iconic characters and everyone can do a different take on them. Um, mm -hmm. But jumping in... I wouldn't even... I mean, if you said to me, Len, I want to read DC Comics, I'd be like, Mike, here's a list of graphic novels that are standalone. Read them and you'll, you'll get your fix there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Don't no, even jump in with the monthly stuff because... Um, well, like, I hate to take, make it personal, but, like, your kids, um, do they read comics? Like, have you, like, brought them up on it? Uh, my oldest one, he still does. He, he, knows, okay. he knows quite a bit about it. Uh, the youngest one, not so interested. He's more video games. Um, okay. But yeah, no, I mean, to be fair, it, comic books taught my oldest kid to read really well, very quickly, because he was so engrossed with them, he didn't realise he was learning to read. Wow. Let's see, that's awesome. That's really great. But it's interesting. It just, it just changed so much. Mm. In a, you know, but that's cool. I, and I, I would love to get the number of how many people attended uh, the fandom, like thousands upon thousands, I'm sure. But... That's cool. That's very, very cool. And I, I'm a big supporter of these virtual conventions. I'm attending two simultaneously right now. Nothing as crazy as that, you know. But um, I really hope after all this garbage is done, with the pandemic and everything, that um, venues and, like, concerts even, mm -hmm. or conventions will offer an online component because I find that to be so much more, I don't know, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Easy or just, you know, yeah. hey, I, I, maybe I don't want to go out tonight, but I still can attend this convention. I've attended about seven or eight conventions since the start of the pandemic. And, like, I like it more than actually going. A, because, you know, you can choose where you want to be and you don't really have to move. But 
I, I love this, and I love that DC did this. I mean, more of this, please. More of this not leaving the house and giving us options. Options for a venue. I mean, I hate to go off, but have you heard of the Thunderdome, Glenn? The Thunderdome. Okay. Is this wrestling? So, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, go on and tell, talk okay. to me. Okay, so um, for the longest time, wrestlers uh, wrestling has filled the arena with wrestlers. And it's been a whole big nightmare. Like, they didn't wear masks, they were being dumb, mm -hmm. and now they're wearing masks. So one company is using that. And then WWE, last Friday, says, we are introducing the Thunderdome. And I'm like, what the hell is the Thunderdome? So they moved arenas. <laughs> it's a really cool idea. So instead of fans in the stands, they set up thousands of TVs in the stands. And mm. you at home can, on your webcam, like tune in, quote unquote, and you will show up on TV. So now when I was watching SmackDown, there are 2,000 people in the crowd. The problem is <laughs> the sound doesn't carry over. So it just sounds like static television. Like when someone does something good, it's just like... <sighs> And um, so this is this is broadcasting your voice cheering. I, I see that I don't know. Right. I, I believe so, but when there's two thousand of you, it, it like I was able to distinguish boos and like yes, but there were so many. I don't know how they're doing the audio. That's something I want to see. But it, it was kind of distracting. But I did like it better than having like just ten, fifteen wrestlers in the crowd. I mean, ideally, just have the wrestlers wrestle. You know, you don't, you don't need all this, but I get it. They added in pyro, they added in this, but to call it the Thunderdome, like, dude, give me a break. So, I don't know. I'm so off tangent in terms of conventions, but people are trying really interesting stuff to keep you engaged watching their content. Hence us and the Warrens. But like, you know, I feel it's only going to get more creative the longer time passes because. WWE was like, you know what, this just isn't working. Having like 10, 15 people in the crowd and like within a week, they set this whole thing up and it's freaking awesome. I mean, you can like, you can see friends on there, you can go on there and it's a whole different experience. They have drones flying around the arena to get better camera angles. Like places are getting creative and that's really nice to see. And I hope that it continues post pandemic. So Ooh, that does sound quite cool. It is. And I think that that's the way of the future for the foreseeable future. So um, more more digital content with more options, I think, is always good, um, unless it's restricted behind a paywall, such as streaming services and all that, and then chopping it up, you know. But I think that's great. So uh, you know what I don't think is great? The Avengers beta. I disagree, but carry on. No, 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 no. Do you want to go first? Because... Okay, we had two different experiences on this. Very. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm, I am with you that uh, it, it's a strange beta in the fact they give you a bit of a story to start with, and then you end up doing the uh, simulation room, and then you go into the multiplayer. I agree with you. I did I not enjoy... I haven't oh, said anything. All right, but we're going <laughs> to... Right, future Glenn is telling past Glenn what Mike's going to say. I agree with you. What you played wasn't enjoyable. But what I played for nearly eight hours solid after, uh, with real people, was very, very enjoyable. Um, okay. I it was, it was, it was quite epic in what we got to do, uh, and the destruction levels you could actually do in that were insane, and it felt like you were actually in a living, breathing comic book cinematic battle. But you had your friends there, and the other good thing is, uh, we we did fight this massive tank thing. And you had to literally play to your character's strengths to kill it and work as a team. So, 
uh, yeah, overall, I had a very good experience, and I went from being very lukewarm, like, yeah, I might get this, to, at the end of it, I was like, I am getting this game. Um, so tell me about your experience. What did you think of it? Okay, you'll have to pardon the guy with the chainsaw outside my house. I don't know who he is, and he's probably coming to kill me. So, um, <laughs> so Glenn said, Mike, download the Avengers beta. And I said, Glenn, you know, I really don't want to, I don't really care for them. Um, download it. So I downloaded it, and then he said, come play with us. There's a mission or two before you have to play mm -hmm. multiplayer. Okay, fine. I played the first two missions, and then there were several more, okay? It is a two-hour tutorial. Now, based on the Warrens and everything else, you know me and time. I'm not a fan of things that require a lot of time, like movies. This was a two-hour tutorial. Never in the history of video games, ever, has there been a two-hour tutorial. It was disguised as, disguised as quote-unquote missions. It got to the point, I, I played on normal, because, you know, I've been playing games a while. It was so obscenely hard and hard to control, I, I, I bumped it down to easy, and even at that, I was still terrible. Now, this all goes to say, I am not good at this game. Like, I know that. But it was two hours of the most frustrating gameplay I've ever had in my life. Nah, probably the past three years. Bloodborne was worse than this, then this game comes. It is a cinematic QTE like a movie game, okay? Oh my God, this guy with the chainsaw, he's gonna freaking kill me. All right, um, it was boring. The, they make you play through all of the characters and the characters, I'm gonna go through them very quickly from my experience. The Hulk was clunky. I can forgive that because the Hulk in real life is a giant dude, fine. Ghost Lady, I don't know her name. Ghost Lady's powers were underwhelming and she was Who useless. Who the heck is Ghost Lady? Black Widow. Black Widow, Ghost Lady, whatever her face is. She was terrible, okay? <laughs> then Dalsim, the girl with the stretchable limbs. Kamala. Yeah, um, K yep. Kamala Harris, she was Marvel terrible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely terrible. I loved Thor. I thought they did really well with him. Iron Man was the worst thing I've ever played with because you ha not only are you playing in backwards and forwards, you're playing uh, vertically as well, and I hated the flying aspect. Captain America was so boring... I could have fallen asleep. So it, that's just within the tutorial. That's my takeaways. This felt, it didn't feel like I had powers, Glenn, compared to any other games in the genre. Like, it just felt like, oh, okay, I can shoot. They all felt the same. There was nothing, um, I don't know, there weren't variants. Okay, thunder clap, thunder fart, thunder, th like, mm -hmm. it, it was just all along the same thing. It was unbelievably frustrating. To a point where, and I, I don't want to pin this on you guys, but I kind of do. You're just like, oh, you're so close to it. You're so close to the multiplayer. After two hours of playing, if the game isn't good, it's not even a game. Why would I continue? And eventually I had to just shut it off because you guys just kept saying, oh, it's one more mission. Just one more mission. I'm done. It was a terrible experience. It was a terrible game. And it solidified that I want nothing to do with DC or Marvel. I hate these characters. I don't relate to them. I thought it was uninspired garbage in a cash grab. The it, it, There were good things. It, it, it felt like a movie. Great. I don't like movies and I don't like this. It, it, it was more than work. This is like being paid overtime as an EMT in a fire, okay? Like, this this is just unnecessary. 
and I hated it. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible experience. And I'm really sad about that because in order to play with my friends, I had to sit through two and a half hours of complete trash. Why couldn't I just hit a button and play with you? Yeah, explain me that. Why do I have to care about um, Limber Girl's arms and know the backstory of Bruce Banner in order to play with my friends? Why? Um, I think I think because what they were actually running was they it's a story based game. Um, so I think they're actually slowly introducing you to the story as well. Um, I don't care about the story. I I came to play with my friends. This is okay. a beta, an online beta. What? Why do I care about story? If but then again, maybe I'm misconstruing it, Clint, because you said let's come play with us. And my assumption was I could hit a button and play with you like every other game for the past fifteen years. Mm -hmm. Maybe my initial interpretation was wrong as to what to expect from this. But if you make me jump through hoops in order to play with my friends, screw your game. There's a hundred other games where you can just pick up and play. Um. I guess it's very impressive for a beta that it has two hours worth of content, and according to you, it has ten hours worth of content. So, whatever. I've made my point. I have never been so disgusted with a game in a very long time, and I'm going to take a very long break, more than 35 years worth of Marvel and DC. It is <laughs> not for me. So, why am I wrong? Tell me um, why I'm wrong. I think it is absolutely a very, very well-polished game. Uh, plays lovely. And it really does make you feel like, basically, you're part of a superhero team because you. It, it, well, there was a bit of button bashing to it, but we all had different skill sets that you had to rely on to kind of achieve the, the objective on it. Uh, I thought the animation was very good on it. Uh, sound design. The only thing I did have a problem with the soundtrack wasn't very inspiring. Um, I do hope that's not the final soundtrack. Uh, but I, I did really like what they were trying to do. It appealed to me a lot more than, let's say, something like Destiny. And the fact they've promised it's got a 20-hour single-player campaign as well. And they haven't even scratched that yet. Um, and they've said there's going to be... There's no microtransactions in the game. All the ca future characters are, are free. Um, so, yeah, I'd be up for it. But I do think you have to probably know the source material as well. I think that's. Uh, I think you it. nailed it. I think you nailed it. We have two very different opinions. One from someone that has no relationship to the universe, and one mm -hmm. that is deeply embedded. As someone that is new to this, this was the most frustrating thing I've ever had to do, because there was no backstory. There was none. They tried and they failed miserably to explain who these people were. Were the fact that I have the words "ghost lady" tells you they didn't do their job. So Wait, it's frustrating. Read one of the two. <laughs> it's frustrating. I'm illiterate. We know this, but it's still yeah. very frustrating. And when I heard you and a friend of the show Kelly playing, it didn't sound fun because you kept dying. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just. Uh, oh, yeah, we worked. We worked out what that was. We had a difficulty oh. set way too high. Our characters hadn't been leveled up properly. Okay. okay. Um, a couple of hours later, we were kind of smashing it. It was like, oh, should we wax the difficulty up? Um, but talking about Iron Man, I found he was the best one, and I really get into grips with switching in the air, landing, flipping between my weapons. I did actually feel like Iron Man. I was like, this That's is awesome. pretty cool. That's, um, That's awesome. But uh, I would say give it another go but i wouldn't want to waste, no, your, I, waste your time I, I, with it th there was a point where my whole body and brain shut down and i deleted it instantly i want nothing ever to do with that again it was not 
an enjoyable experience. But I'm happy that you guys have it, and I'm happy millions of people around the world are playing it. But never again will I listen to you. Come play a comic book game with me, Mike. Sorry. Uh -huh. I'm done. Like, it doesn't appeal to me. I, I don't care about Wonder Super Nerd Girl and her stretchy limbs saving grandfather time. Like, just shut up. It's not for me. Enjoy it. How, how long did you end up playing? Oh, we were playing... Um... When I, I went think... to sleep, I saw seven hours. Yeah, I think we probably clocked nine hours, I'd wow. say. Yeah, That's so, awesome. I'd say around that. Uh, and and for a... Yeah, to, to be fair on them, they did give you a lot of missions for the beta. Um, I think it was yeah, ten different I'll missions. Say. I'll say it was. I, I don't know. I just. I guess I had different expectations. So, it's all right. But you know, it, it was crazy because at one point I had a big grin on my face because I was tearing through New York as the Hulk, um, and kind of just yeah, it's like this engine of destruction. I was just, Oh god, this is actually a lot better than I thought it'd be. In the fact, like you jump up to a building, you watch as the uh, building crumbles, you grip it with your hands and things like that. Um, yeah. yeah, it was. It, but I do think a lot of it is you do have to be familiar with the source material to actually yeah. to actually enjoy it. I'd say um, because here's the problem: is I can't detach that from stuff from childhood because it is stuff from childhood. That's the thing. Is you know, I could go, hmm, what would I think of this as a game if it wasn't characters I like? I don't know, because it doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> that's the okay. thing. It's, it doesn't exist. And it was a brawler. Um, and, you know, I, I do they're my kind of multiplayer games. I don't like MMOs, but I do like quick mission-based ones where you can just go online, do something with your friends, drop off if you want, or carry on. They're the kind of multiplayer games I like. It's similar to uh, what I enjoyed about Red Dead Online. The fact yes. that you just pick it up, you play it, you do a few missions, you jump back off. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah. It's... I don't know. Uh, we're, we're in between these two worlds right now in mm -hmm. gaming, which is really interesting. Uh, we have single-player games, and then we have straight multiplayer games. Um, I grew up with only single-player, and then it evolved into, like, you know... Multiplayer. Um, I, I wish I would have known more about what type of game this was before jumping in. Like, um, is it single player? Then you have to p beat it to play multiplayer. Um, it's. I don't know. It, it, there's no standards anymore of what, what type of a game is it. Also, it's a beta. I gotta be forgiving. And for a beta, it did everything that it should have. Um, you know, it, it definitely showed me that that's not something I want to do. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's weird. It really turned me off from a lot of stuff. But, uh, yeah, maybe maybe those types of games just aren't for you. It's just, it's yeah, just, which is fine. Yeah, it's just, it's just one of those, one of those things. Uh, just quickly, whilst we are on the subject of these types of games, is, we didn't actually discuss it, but Ghost of Tsushima Legends is coming out as a, fr yeah. a free update. Um, this that looks very cool as well. It does. It, it looks cool. Um, I'd be interested to play that. I'd give it another shot. I'm still at that halfway mark with Ghosts. A, I haven't really been around, and B, I'm I was kind of burned out on it. Like mm -hmm. beautiful game, fun game, but I 
I feel like I'm at a good point in the story where I'm like, okay, I'm done. You know, I, I don't I don't really need to put in another 20, 30, 40 hours on it. I, I played the heck out of it. It served a purpose. It was a fun game. Um, maybe the next break where I just need to do mindless things, but you've been having a really good time with it still. So yep. um, Already had Kelly lining up the online thing of what play style she was going to have. She's like, well, I'm going to be an assassin and you're going to be a ronin. And I was, like, yes. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much how I'd imagine that. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be fun. I think that that will be a lot of fun um, because what appealed to me is that they said it's going to be even more haunted and uh, folkloric. Yes. That's even a word. And that appeals to me. I know nothing about Japanese folklore. If it is Japanese, I don't know. But, oh, it's uh, horrifying. You do. Oh, yeah, and their I'm folklore excited stuff for that. is messed up. It's like, oh, God, that's, that's just awful. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you read a few of their ghost stories, they're, they're nothing like Western ghost stories. I don't know whether it's because it's so alien, the concept. Um, yeah. But they're, they're always just really horrible. Like, really horrible. It's not the fact that, oh, if you see one of these things, you see the ghost. It's like, if you see one of these things, it's going to hang around forever and make your life miserable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, God, this is awful. Um yeah, so that's that's exciting as well. Um, that's really cool news, and um, yeah, they're timing it right. I feel like Red Dead. Once the game was released, we first off we waited for multiplayer forever, mm -hmm. and then you know this was time really well. Like people have enough time, have had enough time to beat this game, have had enough time to really enjoy it. Um, I chose not to, but uh, I'm ready for multiplayer. I'm ready to see how. This game expands upon what it already has, which I thought was great, and it's not something I would have otherwise played. You know, um, being a samurai is not in my repertoire. So, yeah, I'm psyched. I, I think they're going to do a great job. And again, I've said this about other games, and I know you agree. They're not going to make this half-assed. No, they're, this, this not. is not going to be bad. Like <laughs> the game was so well, they would not tarnish that game after the, the reviews from Japan and from everyone. Mm. Um, to put out crap multiplayer so i'm psyched yeah i mean oh god the mission i was playing just before this was the six blades of kajiro where you have to hunt down six different people to duel with and like i was telling you the other day like i went through five of them a couple of nights yeah. ago and i was exhausted afterwards because they felt like real sword fights <laughs> yeah yeah they're intense man yeah they they're really really intense. are um and yeah got to the final guy and it was an absolutely epic battle where we literally had the killing stroke right at the end, killed each other. I fell to the floor. I'm stumbling around. I thought, oh, I've got to beat him. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. That, did, that didn't let me get away with it. I had to cleanly kill him. I couldn't have uh, me being slightly alive after he was dead. No, I had to properly properly beat him. Um, so that took a while. Yeah. But, yeah, fantastic, fantastic game. That's awesome, man. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. So... Oh, so many games, and I thought that that would be the last of the good ones, and well, so far it has been, but they, like small things are coming out, which is great. Yep. I'll tell you what's not must... coming out, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's that, Glenn? <laughs> Xbox's big launch title for the Xbox Series X, Halo Infinite. Dude, how do you mess that up? How do you mess that up? It makes me so sad. Oh, how? Why? Like, uh, it's your launch title. It's what you just showed to us last month. 
like three weeks ago you gave us the date and now you're like it's not coming out this year well now i question everything you say is the xbox coming out this year like playstation and microsoft still haven't given us dates or prices and now you're telling me your launch title isn't going to be there my faith is dwindling very fast i'm speechless i hear september 9th playstation's going to be announcing their price um, from who i heard that that's the sony investors meeting and apparently it's going to be shut in there that's for the, okay. the price. I hope so. I, uh, they, they need to announce it because after that, you've got like six weeks before you're launching. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're getting close, man. And that's a big blunder for Microsoft. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, every console is launched with Halo that I can remember. Um, yeah, I think they have. I think. I, I could be wrong on that. But, like, you got to have a system seller. You can't do what you did last generation where you sold us a system with a freaking Kinect mm -hmm. and then have no games. But that's what's happening. In, uh, Here's the thing, I, I think, right, Mike. Game yep. Pass is already a thing. They're trying to sell yes. it with Game Pass. That's great. Game Pass is an excellent service, but you do need those big, impressive titles to get those systems out the door where it goes, you yeah. can only play this on this. Otherwise, you're going to have a lukewarm reception. Um, yeah. So Microsoft got to decide whether they want to be a gaming platform or a console manufacturer. Because if you're a console manufacturer, you're going to lose to PlayStation already because they're still play treating it as we make consoles, you play our games on our consoles. Xbox are going, we make games, we also make consoles, you can play this game here on your PC, or on this Xbox, or this new Xbox, or your old Xbox, or wherever there's Xbox, which is great, but it still boils down to, people might go, I don't really need to buy a new Xbox, in which case, why are you making a new Xbox? Yeah, and, and, and their whole uh, idea of that, you don't need to buy a new Xbox, you could play all the new Xbox games on the old Xbox, isn't doing anything for for the consumer wanting to buy a new console. But uh, I thought, and we both, all three of us agreed, Kelly as well, like Xbox showed off some ridiculous stuff, some amazing stuff that I wanted the console, and now they're taking it away before it's even out. Uh, I don't know, it just makes me super sad. It makes me worried. Am I buying new consoles? Like, should I wait? Is there a need? And I, you know my impulse. It's like, no, I need all the consoles. But I, if this is the way it's going to be, it, we've had this conversation, Glenn. It's like, don't promise me one thing and give me another. That yep. removes trust. And that goes across all platforms, all things. Hi, welcome to Glenn Mart. I'm here to buy a loaf of bread. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> okay? Like, that's what's happening here, Xbox. You're saying, here's a complete loaf of bread. And then you get to the register, and the person takes out two samurai swords, chops it into quarters, and throws one away. And you go, this is bread? They go, this is bread. Thank you. No. No. How dare you? Uh-huh. Ugh. It's, it's fine, man. What, what can we do? We have to wait. There's no other options. Uh, you could do what I'm doing and just banking on and buying a PlayStation 5. And the other one, eh, uh, my other half's expressed interest in buying one. I'm sure she will get one because she's an Xbox fangirl. Um, no. I'll let her get that and I'll just get my PlayStation. I'm fine with this arrangement um, because I know PlayStation's at least going to have stuff I can play on it and only on it. And I don't have to go, oh, do I get it on PC or Xbox? I'll go, I'm just going to get it on PlayStation. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's just frustrating as a consumer, you know. Um, we, we, we're used to it now, but here's the annoyance, and I hate to keep complaining, but it's justified in my mind that you keep pushing things back and then we never get them. Um, now, what is it? The cyberpunk is November or mm -hmm. whatever. It's going to be pushed back again because we still don't have the dates of the consoles. Like We know that they want to release it with the new console, but they haven't told us when the new console is coming out. So it's just, it's just a waiting game. But when you wait and then you keep having us wait, the interest wanes, yep. you know? It, it, it goes so um I mean, bad move one, microsoft yeah the other yeah. one is death loop got delayed on the ps5 what the hell is death loop uh, it's, besides it's, my life it's that assassin's game that bethesda made um oh. with the whole time loop thing going Damn. over and over yeah it got delayed that's delayed too yeah oh, dude. Dude. but here's, here's, the, here's the difference playstation has stuff to release still <laughs> So, well, you, well, PlayStation still has a whole other uh, thing. Yeah. They still have a whole thing to do. Yeah, so that's crazy, dude. It's, so, it, it is such turmoil. <laughs> and this is the thing, though, right? Is we, we, we all watched the Xbox Live Showcase, which is their first-party stuff, and we went, oh, God, they've just blown PlayStation out of the water. But you do feel like it's like, well, how much of this is going to come out now with the actual Xbox? Because, yeah, you've done a good presentation, but... Are we yeah. going to be able to play these games? We just don't know. Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, but it's it, it is what it is, I guess. I guess there's no reason. There's nothing anyone can do about it. If they say it's not ready, it's not ready. But it's freaking Halo. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, you've been doing this for twenty years. You, you know how the formula works. We know how the formula works. Um. Is a couple months really going to make a difference? I can understand that with Cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. You've never done this. This is an incredible world where you can be anyone, you can do anything, blah, 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 blah. This is Halo. You shoot. That's, like, that's the game. Yeah. But, it's... Yeah, yeah, it's really unfortunate, and that's poor planning. Like, shame on you, Xbox. That's really poor planning. Um and if, if it's a continuation of the last console cycle where mm. they didn't plan and they got stomped on by PlayStation. So not a good start. Not a good start. Uh, yeah, that's just it, isn't it? It's just uh, I, I, I do hate the whole console wars thing. Um, so do I. But they but, make it really easy who to side with on, on this start of the console generation. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, certainly with with the playstation is you know xbox does have the nicer machine they do yes um it's nice it's easy to use it's like oh, i'm enjoying this it's nice and relaxing playstation does tend to get the the games you want to play more but it does run yeah. like a bag of crap um <laughs> here's the here's the difference is xbox <laughs> Xbox is the luxury car that you take for a drive and you're like, I really like this car. Like, it's nice. And then someone throws you the keys to their their little noisy coupe thing that does 0 to 60. And it, yeah. But it's really fun to drive and that's the PlayStation. And you go, yeah. oh, this is much more fun to drive. But that car's the luxury, but this is fun to drive. Um, yep. Yep, that, that's, that's kind of how it is, unfortunately. Um and you know whether we're going to get that this generation who knows who knows i've seen what the playstation can do i've seen what the xbox can do i've seen what my pc can do and do you know what it boils down to um a 
uh, what games I'm playing and B how easy are they to play um, yeah. because I, that Avengers game I wouldn't want to play that on a PC it'd be awful it's a couch game um, most of these yeah. big titles as well for, uh, you know you do get good PC versions but they are slowly coming around to the the thing that all you get on a PC version is the extra graphic settings whereas consoles yeah. they are giving you a lot more exclusives and you do kind of go oh I just want to go where I get the most you know as you say bang for my buck yeah it's there's a lot of variables there's a lot of variables and you know um it's, it's really what's right for you and right now i don't have enough information to distinguish what is right for me and my gaming situation in my future because you know the one thing that i was looking forward to now is pushed back and mm -hmm. i might just wait for the console then you know um we'll see we'll see but it's, it's all the in the future with that yeah. being pushed back do you think it was pushed back because of the negative reaction online about the graphics I don't. I don't think so, because um, I, I. I don't personally. I. I was in the chat. I was in the live stream. I watched all the forums afterwards. Mm -hmm. Graphics are what they are. I thought they looked great, but um, the other half of the world didn't. So, I don't think it's because of that. Because you can't fix those graphics in what is it, two months, a month, or whatever. Like, I, it has to be last minute, tiny touch ups and it's not like a sonic thing remember when the sonic movie came out and people are like oh my god it's the worst thing ever he looks terrible and then they're like okay we're taking a break and we'll come back and then they put together a better sonic and it was like okay cool that's more respectable i, I didn't see anything so blatantly wrong mm -hmm. with the halo presentation that they have to redesign the whole damn thing so um i don't know i, I don't know why they did it or but i know that they had 10 years in order to make it right and they didn't yeah so. and you know i'm just looking now that uh just just today they've actually said amazon are listing halo infinite's release date as holiday 2021 uh, wow yeah which is <laughs> a year away i mean granted amazon always puts unreleased or unannounced things mm -hmm. as december 31st but yeah, I'm not going to look too much into that because, honestly, they do that for everything. If that's the case, I'll be waiting another year um, to buy a console because that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely ridiculous. But, again, I'm an entitled gamer. It is what it is. I want to play the best games right now. Um, mommy, I want it now. And it's not going to happen. So I'm going to have to be patient. We're going to have to be patient and see how this unfolds. So, Yes, we will. And unfold it will. And you can follow all of our comings and goings and toings and throwings about gaming when we do cover gaming so we are a multi-interest podcast now um on our twitter at tgrumpetspod you can email us tgrumpetspod at gmail.com or you can leave a voice comment in the notes section you can send us a nice little voice clip um but that's it for me i think this week uh, that that's all i've got really yeah um, same it it's nice to be back talking about games, even though I uh, lost my mind a bit this week. But uh, I, I'm i looking forward to more positive talk with more fun and more games and hopefully more paranormal stuff and weird stuff because that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned to find out what we do next. Yes. Um, we'll give you a clue. He walks around the forests and woods. <laughs> <laughs> yep we got something up our sleeves so uh again thank you so much for listening like it means a lot and keep those reviews coming keep those scores yeah. coming keep those subscriptions coming 
uh, it does make all the difference, even if it's just a little booster that we keep going because we're like, hey, people are listening, this is great. Um, yeah, it does that, make that, the difference. Yeah, that, th- those two episodes really like were incredible to see. So thank you, thank you. Please keep listening. And if you hated this episode, let us know. Yeah. If you do. want more Paranormal, let us know. But uh, we, we, it's very hard to gauge what's going on out there without... Uh, some feedback so the feedback was the listener count so thank you again and we'll see you soon take care